Welcome, everyone, to the Tiffany Talks podcast show where we discuss holistic health, healing, and helping others to inspire and empower you to start your very own healing journey in 30 minutes or less. I'm Tiffany Patlin, your self healing specialist and best selling author of Unlocking Your Ability to Heal Reinvent Your World Mentally, Physically, and Spiritually. I have an immense passion to heal the world. Today, I will be talking about depression. If you suffer from depression or know anyone who does, keep listening or better yet, invite them to listen or you can share this video with them. According to Harvard Medical Center, the four most common types of depression are major depression, persistent depressive disorder, bipolar disorder, seasonal affective disorder. Those are the four. And I'll just share a little bit about each one. Major depression is a state where a dark mood is all-consuming and you lose interest in activities, uh, things that you used to love to do, you no longer find an interest in them. Symptoms of this type of depression include trouble sleeping, changes in appetite or weight, loss of energy, and feeling just worthless. Thoughts of death or suicide may also occur. The second one, a persistent depressive disorder, formerly called dys- dysthemia, this type of depression refers to low moods that have lasted for at least two years. That's a long time, <laughs> but it may not reach the intensity of major depression. Many people with this type of depression are able to function day-to-day, but will feel low or joyless most of the time. Other depressive symptoms may include appetite and sleep changes, low energy or even low self-esteem, and hopelessness. Then we have bipolar disorder. People with bipolar disorder, once known as manic depressive disease, they have episodes of depression, but they also go through periods of unusually high energy or activity. Manic symptoms look like the opposite of depression symptoms. So, for example, if they have grandiose ideas, unrealistically high self-esteem, a decreased need for sleep, thoughts of um, thoughts and activity at higher speeds, and ramped-up pursuit of pleasure, including sex sprees, overspending, and risk-taking. Being manic can feel great at times, but it doesn't last long. It can actually lead to self-destructive behavior and is usually followed by periods of depression. Then we have seasonal affective disorder, which is um, known as SAD, which seems quite fitting. Uh, This type of depression emerges as days get shorter in the fall and winter. And it was really important for me to include this one because it's we're going into fall. We're heading into fall now. Uh, The mood change may result from alterations in the body's natural rhythms, in the eyes, sensitivity to light, or in how chemical messengers like serotonin and melatonin function. Depression is also a risk factor for dementia and heart disease. Can anyone guess what the number one leading cause of death was in 2019? We're not going into 2020 or 2021 because of COVID. So the number one leading cause of death in 2019 
was heart disease. And if you mentioned, if you remember, I just said depression is also a risk factor for dementia and heart disease. And heart disease is the number one leading cause of death, killing over 650,000 people. This clearly illustrates the desperate call for healing. This article goes on to discuss how women are also at a higher risk for general depression. So ladies, listen up. We are also at risk for two different types of depression. These are influenced by our reproductive hormones, perinatal depression and premenstrual dysphoric disorder, which is also known as PMDD. Perinatal depression includes major and minor depressive episodes that occur during pregnancy or in the first 12 months after, also known as postpartum depression. That is more of a common one, but there are some, you know, women that I've come across that do not know what that is and are oblivious to it. Um, So if you know of anybody that does not know, um, feel free to share this video with them. Perinatal depression affects up to one in seven women who give birth and can have devastating effects on women, their infants, and their families. That's why it's nice to have a village of people surrounding you that are there for you to care for you and to just help you with whatever you need. So all you can do is just rest and focus on your baby. PMDD is a severe form of premenstrual syndrome or PMS. Symptoms of PMDD usually begin shortly after ovulation and end once menstruation starts. The good news there are the good news is that there are ways to heal, which I will get into here soon. I had my own experiences with depression. The moment I acknowledged my depression had never left and instead resurfaced, I knew that I needed to do something about it, even though I had no idea what to do. I remember not wanting to get out of bed. I would resonate with low vibrational music. I refused to wear bright colors. Darkness was my go-to for apparel and my surroundings because I resonated with that. That's how I felt with all the trauma and unresolved um, emotions I had, you know, just stewing away in my subconscious. I had moments where I wanted to sleep all day. If I had to be awake and my mind wasn't easily distracted by what I was doing, whether it was working or hanging out with friends, I just wanted to get numb and stay numb. That's why I really like that quote, not sure who it's by, but it states that I was never addicted to drugs and alcohol. I was addicted to escaping my reality because it was unfathomable and I just wanted to be gone. Now I'd like to share some alarming statistics you should know. 9.7% of youth, or over 2.3 million of our youth, cope with severe major depression. Cope. That means they're not healing from it. That means every day they are doing their best to live their life with depression. Depression in youth often co-occurs with other disorders like substance abuse, anxiety, and disorderly behavior. It's not uncommon for someone with an anxiety disorder to also suffer from depression or vice versa. In fact, nearly one half of those diagnosed with depression are also diagnosed with an anxiety disorder. But there are solutions. The first step to relieving your depression is to discover 
the root cause. For some, it could be generational trauma. For some, but but that cycle can be broken, so fear not. Um, it could stem from a, an experience that you had that was traumatic to you, for you, and it's possible that, you know, depression, you know, was manifested from that experience. So mentally, this can be healing, relieving your anxiety, I mean, your depression. Mentally, this can be achieved by creating a written timeline of your life. This method helps you identify experiences in your life that could have resulted in the manifestation of your depression, which is what I just mentioned. Um, And with this timeline, I, I get more into detail about that in my book. But you basically take your time. Um, Some people like to create a really beautiful atmosphere of their surroundings, and that's perfect. You do. It resonates with you. But the whole idea is just sit there and create this timeline. And it's not meant to be done in five seconds. You know, Um, you can have this go as long as you need. If your memory is not that good, when something does pop up and you remember it, you can always go back to your timeline and plug it in. So it's this is a really easy Um, no-cost, user-friendly method to help you relieve your depression, which is to find out the root cause. That's what we need to do. You can't heal something if you don't know how it got, how it came to be. And then we have our physical health. Physically, regular exercise may help ease depression and anxiety by releasing those feel-good endorphins all throughout your body. Um, the natural cannabis-like brain chemicals and other natural brain chemicals that can enhance your sense of well-being. But remember, your physical health comes in two parts. It's body movement to prevent disease, but also your cellular nutrition. So getting into nutrition, which is part of your physical health, protein and leafy greens are two of the highest forms of foods that support relieving depression. With my clients, I include a food sensitivity test in their overall healing plan because it helps helps to identify foods that are wreaking havoc and foods that your unique body thrives on so you can include more of those into your life. And then spiritually, spiritually, peer-reviewed journals actually show correlations between spirituality and suicide attempt, completed suicide, and attitudes towards suicide. They're all consistent with those found for depression, self-esteem, and hope. Those who are depressed without hope and with low self-esteem are at a greater risk for committing suicide. This is why healing the soul is also important and one of the three keys to wellness. This can be achieved by implementing a spiritual practice that resonates with you as a unique individual. For me, simply being out in nature is my favorite way to connect spiritually, but there are many, many other methods to choose from. You can find more holistic methods in my best-selling book, Unlocking Your Ability to Heal. It's right here for those that are watching. (laughs) Or join my private Facebook group, Tiffany Patlin Health and Wellness, where I share healing information every single day. To those that are both motivated and ready to commit to their healing, I invite you to apply for my 90 days of self-healing program on tiffanypatlin.com. And as we come to the end of this show, I want to thank everybody for listening, for listening and watching. Please comment with what resonated with you, something new you learned, something more you'd like to hear. 
Uh, feel free to invite your friends and family to like and follow on Facebook and YouTube, or you can also listen on all major podcast platforms. So if you know anybody that is currently suffering from depression, uh, feel free to, you know, scoot them over to the podcast if they're busy and they want to listen. You can listen. You can watch whatever feels good for you. Um, and I leave you today with this quote, healing may be hard, but it's possible. And that's what matters. Focus not on how hard it is, just focus on the fact that it's possible. And if you don't know, that's okay, because there is a wealth of information out there for you. Not only am I here to help you, but there's so many of us out there that are looking to help people heal because everyone deserves to live in the light. I'm Tiffany Patlin, signing off until the next episode. Take care, everyone. Bye-bye.